Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shehina. This podcast is being offered to support us in remembering our true essence, in awakening, in deepening on our, our awakening, in supporting us in our embodiment of our soul in the integration of divine wisdom. I am your host. My name is Aria. I am a Reiki master, energy and sound healer and a Magdalene priestess. And I am your guide on this journey of ascension where we deep dive into a variety of spiritual topics. And this week, we will be talking about the seven energetic portals we hold in our body. Now, these energetic portals are known by many names. They are called chakras, they are called energetic centers, vortices, ley lines of our physical body. Because according to almost every ancient tradition, we are energetic beings and we hold energy pathways that travel through our body. And whenever there is a disconnection or some kind of trauma or suffering or hardship that we go through, it corresponds to a part of a specific energetic center as well as a part of the body, an organ or an endocrine gland. And it can cause, if we, if these issues are not resolved over time, these energetic imbalances, these emotions that we've stuffed down into our psyche and our subconscious can manifest as dis-ease. And the root cause of any illness may is energetic and they may be energetic imprints from this specific life and what happened to us during our upbringing from the time of conception to gestation to birth onwards through our childhood and our infancy our adulthood or they can be imprints from our lineage from our family from our physical family as well as some some of us may be adopted so we may pick up stuff from our adoptive parents that isn't they're not genetically ours but they are ours they are ours because we take them on same thing with past lifetimes and other um, other energetic multi-dimensional spaces where we may occupy it's the same if we encounter a trauma and it relates to this lifetime then we will carry it forward in order to create the space to liberate these karmas these traumas these patterns these limiting beliefs these these this stuff that ultimately what it does is it prevents us from embodying the fullest most radiant authentic expression of our soul so it keeps us in the illusion of separation that we are separate from the divine we are separate from ourselves we are separate from one another we are separate from the earth it just perpetuates this idea of separation when the reality is that we are all one and that is the, our true nature our true nature is that we are infinite our true nature is that we are aspects of the divine in many scriptures it says we have been made in 
the creator's image. So if we are the creator, made in the creator's image, then what we are doing is we are continuing creation through our actions, through our thoughts, our words. We are continuing to create. Now, many of us have created stuff in our lives, manifested, and some of the stuff we don't like because we are unconscious of what is beneath the surface. We are unaware of whatever emotional triggers, whatever baggage is actually running the show instead of us. And so it is important to bring these to our awareness, to our consciousness, so we can do something about it. Because at the end of the day, every being is fully capable of manifesting and co-creating the life of their dreams, the life that is in alignment with their soul, with the light of their soul. We just forgotten, we've forgotten our power. We've forgotten how amazing and resourceful and how magnetic we can be because of this disconnection, because of all the stuff we've taken on. So the energetic centers, they correspond to the chakras, they correspond to organs, they correspond to different um, emotions and different points in time in our upbringing. So at different points in time in our childhood, our early adulthood, different chakras come, I guess, I guess the way would would say it is they come online. So they become more activated from those spaces. This is kind of why when you're a kid, when you're a toddler, you have this vast imagination and you can play for hours and not get bored because you are really feeling and experiencing what you are envisioning in your mind. And this is because as toddlers, we have not been taught to separate from our multidimensionality yet. That comes with schooling and with, oh, you know, fairies and whatever. Um, <laughs> that's just that's just in your imagination. That's not real. So the more that we tell these children who at some points in time in their infancy may remember past lives, they can remember that they had a different mommy or daddy, a different family, but they forget. And we have forgotten how we are co-creating our life every moment with every thought, with every word. We are imprinting an energetic frequency, a vibration, a resonance that is magnetizing our desires to us. And sometimes even magnetizing the things that we don't want because we haven't cleared out the stuff that is going on within. So let's dive in to each energetic center and how you can tell where there is an imbalance. And of course, how to balance our energetic centers. So the root chakra. Let's start from the bottom up. The root chakra is roughly located at the base of your spine and it is a red color. It corresponds to our foundation, our security, our ability to feel safe. So all of our basic needs 
are in this energetic center. So the need for food, for water, for shelter, for material manners matters. Your home, your emotional needs, your ability to trust in yourself and your self-confidence. This is all root chakra. And this root, this chakra, this root chakra, it develops from the ages of zero to eight. So you can see how if there is any kind of imbalance in our early childhood, how this can create feelings of not feeling safe, feelings of abandonment, feelings of not being good enough or not not having the support that you need because this is also your ability to feel fully supported no matter what happens. So if we don't feel supported, then we we tend to go through life kind of always feeling like the other shoe is going to drop. And if you no, this is not like if you've ever experienced this feeling and imbalance in this energetic center, you know, it's not a good place to be like, it's not like if you ever feel like you don't know where your rent is money is coming from, you don't know where whether you're going to be able to afford groceries, like these are very real, visceral, like tangible things that we need in order to be able to pursue our joy, our creativity, our passion. If all we're doing is concerning ourselves with survival, then of course we're always going to be feeling like something is out to get us. So signs of an energetic imbalance. Oh, and this I want to mention as well. So the tree of life in Kabbalah also these energetic centers correspond to the tree of life. So the two, I know that according to yogic philosophy, we have seven major centers. However, we have energetic centers elsewhere in our body. Those are simply just the big, the, like the big seven, if so to speak. But there are other energetic centers, like there are energetic centers in the palms of your hands, in the soles of your feet that connect you to the earth. So while there are different and more energetic centers in the tree of life, they still mesh well and they they interrelate well. So I will also be sharing what corresponds, like what's the corresponding sefirot in the Kabbalah because the way that I work is I meld and I merge these different traditions in order to activate our energetic and light bodies. Because that's ultimately what we are here to do. When we can embody our soul, it's because of all of our energetic centers are open. And when they're open, the energy is flowing. So the energetic center that corresponds to the root chakra is called the Malkut. And it represents our connection to the physical world, to the elements. It is the closest to our daily consciousness and affects our physical life directly. So this is that energetic center that allows us to access the divine within our physical, earthly, here and now, 3D reality. So some signs of an under or overactive root chakra, because the thing is like we don't, we don't want it to be overactive. We don't want it to be underactive because both of those, again, 
is not harmony. It's not alignment. It's not balance. So if someone tends to overly focus on material wealth, on money, on resources, and kind of hoard, has that energy of hoarding, this would be an imbalance in that root chakra. If one is so deathly afraid of losing control, this was me at some point, at one point in time when I was younger. If one doesn't trust other people, if one is fearful, if one believes that the only person one can rely on is ourself, workaholic tendencies, a difficulty sleeping, experiences of constipation and bowel issues, as well as issues with the lower body. So sciatica, lower back, legs, feet, knees, all that stuff, root chakra. And it is, it is important to note that when we feel alignment in our root chakra, obviously we feel safe. We feel supported. We feel protected. We are grounded. We are relaxed. We this is my experience. I'm going to share my experience. So growing up, I really, my childhood was very tumultuous. It was like constant fighting, constant bickering, constant just abandonment. Father was not around. Um, he just decided to skip out and just kind of a sense of feeling alone, abandoned, like it's just me. And my mom worked very much and she provided it as best she could but there was always a set, a feeling of lack of like they're not being enough and it was ingrained in me well money doesn't grow grow on trees you know there there isn't enough you know like kind of like that mentality of always lacking like there's never enough there's never enough and on top of that abandonment issues so it took me a while to be able to feel safe in my body safe in my physical world in the physical world and in my expression in the physical world because the basic needs and the support and the and the unconditional love and that trust was broken from an early age and it really when someone goes through that kind of trauma it marks them and it can make that person at least in my case it did attracted to the wrong kinds of people because what you learn when you are that age and no one is around is that you're not good enough or that you have to be a people pleaser or that you have to basically um, be needy and kind of want like be in some kind of distress so you can receive attention so all of I didn't quite go that far in my early adulthood but it really was the same kind of imprint being attracted to the wrong kinds of people that were that were not safe because that not feeling safe in that relationship is what i was used to growing up not like always waiting for the other shoe to drop never knowing where i stood never knowing that i was safe grounded and loved so i gravitated towards relationships where um the the man was emotionally unavailable. He was just out for a good time and didn't really care about me. And obviously, narcissistic sociopathic tendencies, just kind of that ego 
macho nonsense. And these were the relationships in my early adulthood that were attractive to me because of how I had been conditioned. It was only when I went through my own healing and did my work and looked at all of those places that we don't want to look at (laughs) because it's easier to it's easier to basically be like oh the hell with men fuck them they're all dogs losers uh, sociopaths narcissistic it's easy to basically take that route and just be like angry and bitter and just think that, well, fuck it, I'm just going to do it on my own. It's very easy to fall into that when you were conditioned a certain way through your upbringing. And letting go of those conditionings, like letting, letting someone in who feels safe when you don't know how to feel safe is a challenge. And it's really you being becoming so self-aware of your stuff of your own emotional baggage that you know when it's you that is tripping and when you're actually really recognizing something in the other person that that is not kosher that is not good so fast forward to several years of deep soul work (laughs) maybe maybe even 10 um, following my divorce you know, it's now I can, I can see that person, how wounded I was, and I can send love to that version of me. And I've learned how to nurture myself. I've learned through my practices and my meditations and sound healing and everything that I do to be able to recognize when I'm the one that is acting out of that space that little girl in me that needed love and needed support and needed needed to be held and ask for what I need from my partner and it's the ability to be able to see and to hold the space of I'm not perfect I have my issues and just be able to verbalize them and to know that this man is going to support it supports and loves me because it's not going to he does and it allows me to feel connected to my body to the earth to my physical life in a way that I never thought possible when I was in my 20s so it's really important to take accountability for your stuff because it's in that stuff that you can support other people to come to their own healing, come to their own understanding, hold that container for them to feel safe and express themselves and manifest that healthy body, manifest their desires with greater ease, to feel like they belong, to feel confident, to feel grounded, and to enjoy abundance and to enjoy the ability to manifest resources so all of this comes from a grounded and aligned root chakra and it's so you can support your root chakra in many ways there are meditations there are sound 
certain frequencies. The 396 hertz frequency is one particular one that is excellent for the root chakra. And there are obviously herbs and foods that support the root chakra, essential oils. I work with all of it. Um, and one of them, so basically, if you need to feel grounded, if you have a hard time feeling in your body, I know my Pisces people out there sometimes have a problem with this because Pisces is so ethereal. They're so dreamy. They're so imaginative. They're so creative. It's wonderful. And they have a hard time feeling their body. So for if you have a hard time feeling your body or feeling safe in your body, nourish your body with warming foods, nourish your body with root vegetables, really pay attention to working with angelica root or with sandalwood or with any of those like woodsy kind of essential oils. Ginger is wonderful as well. And crystals help a great deal. I love crystals. It's like, well, it's probably how I ended up with these beautiful crystal alchemy bowls because it's my love for music, for crystals, for magic, all rolled into one frequency, manifestation, all of it. There's just a couple crystals to share with you would be garnet, red amethyst, smoky quartz, wonderful for the root chakra. And always like the, the other thing I would suggest is go out in nature, really connect to the earth. If you have issues feeling ungrounded, unsafe, not, not having felt protected, really go to nature, go out in nature, explore, feel your feet on the earth, bare feet on the earth, receive those ions from Gaia, because that will really help you feel in your body. It will really support you in trusting that you are held because ultimately, so we have our physical mother, we have the earth mother, Gaia, we have the divine mother, Ima'ila, however we call the feminine aspect of God, because it's not a masculine God and it's not a feminine God. It's a God that holds both frequencies. So, however, like we have that cosmic mother, we have the earth mother. So when we can feel connected to the earth, we can know that we are safe and supported and that will help us on our journey to feel this support, this abundance and to start healing our root chakra. So our next is the sacral, the womb. It is the yesod in the tree of life. It is the seed of our emotions. It is our creativity, our passion, all of our desire. The womb chakra it is that space of soul energy like our soul energy is rooted here it connects us to the, the divine mother and this chakra develops between ages 8 to 14 so just as kind of we are ending our childhood coming into puberty that's when this comes online and it's it's really it's all of our passion, all of our ability to create, our ability to birth anything into existence is what lies here. So whether we are birthing projects, whether we are birthing books, human beings, ideas, businesses, all of it in your womb chakra. 
And so many of us have been taught to disconnect and disassociate ourselves, not only from our bodies, but from our center of creation. So this is, um, the color for this chakra is orange. It is water. This is the element. So, and the Hertz frequency is 417. So this is the, as I mentioned, it's the Yesod. It shows us the deepest images and motivations behind our minds and our personality. It is where we form ideas and beliefs that we will manifest into the physical. So again, everything that we manifest in the physical, it starts in our womb. It starts in our Yesod. It starts in the sacral. It's grounded through the root chakra. However, it begins, it is seeded, it is conceived in the Yesod. It is the true foundation. And it is where the subconscious, biological, and psychic functions of our lives lie. So, have I mentioned that everything we manifest comes from the space? Everything. Everything comes from the space. So, when this energetic center is out of alignment, out of harmony, out of balance, we can think that nobody loves us, nobody desires us. We experience the same unpleasant, toxic relationship situations over and over and over again. We lack creativity, we lack motivation, we lack sexual appetite, or we experience unpleasant sexual intercourse. We have emotional confusion and turmoil. We don't think that we matter. We don't feel that we are important. We don't feel that we have anything to contribute. We don't feel accepted. We can often feel ostracized and not like, not like we are a part of the community. And we think that we don't know how to take care of ourselves or you cannot take care of yourself. So some physical signs would be like problematic menstrual cycles, infertility, UTIs, yeast infections, STIs. So anything that has to do with the reproductive area. So if someone tends to use sex as a crutch, this would be a sign that our sacral needs to be worked on. If we feel unmotivated and we really like have no passion, like we just don't we don't want to do anything sacral so these the root and the sacral overlap in certain things however it's it's that because energy flows so there's always going to be a little bit of overlap so if we have to work with one we probably should work with the adjoining chakras simply to just make sure that everything is flowing effortlessly so when our sacral, our womb is aligned, and men have a womb chakra as well, it's just energetic, while ours is physical and energetic. So when we have this chakra in alignment, this energetic center, our yesod is aligned, is harmonious. We, are, we experience emotional balance. We have healthy relationships. We enjoy a balanced and pleasurable sex life and desire. We experience flow. We enjoy ample creativity we feel motivated we are connected to our passion and our purpose our menstrual cycle and our fertility is balanced and we are able to nurture ourselves and others equally we are open to receiving as well and this is something that's very very important for women in particular because women are we, we are such givers that and we overgive that we allow ourselves to be depleted and don't pay attention to our own needs 
and we actually push away the receiving. So our ability to receive also is a sign that we are in alignment in this energetic center. We are able to maintain healthy boundaries and we are just more fertile. We're full of ideas and innovation and projects and everything just flows. So the it's interesting because the heart and the womb and the throat, well, the womb and the throat definitely, but the heart as well. When we have experience negative relationships it just it creates blockages not only in our in our womb in our ability to feel passion and joy and creation and our emotional balance and stability in our emotions but also our heart space and our throat so also any kind of abuse or sexual trauma also creates an energetic imbalance in this energetic center so also, if someone tends to be promiscuous and have multiple partners, and this is male or female, and this isn't a judgment, it's, it's, it creates what is called womb confusion, but it also creates a, an imbalance in the energetic center, the womb chakra in men. Because if you're constantly depleting your energy by just giving it away, and without any respect and without concern without really what's the word i'm looking for it's beyond respect it'll come to me then we're showing that we don't have any respect for ourselves and women particularly we take on the energetic imprint of every person we are intimate with whether we go all the way because I remember that was a thing in high school some of the girls were like oh but I didn't have sex with him and I'm thinking I'm like but you still fooled around like that's still that's still like an energetic exchange (laughs) so I just didn't understand how these girls could be like that because it just wasn't it it confused the hell out of me I just didn't understand because if you're if you're in that intimate setting you're in that intimate setting doesn't really matter if you go all the way or not it's still that merging of energy so it's we hold that energetic imprint in our energetic field and for women we can hold on to it for years if we don't actively clear it. So this is another reason why someone like me in the past would get stuck in a series of toxic relationships because we have not taken the time to clear ourselves jumping from one relationship into another. Make sense? So... The good thing is that everything, everything we've lived through is a starting point, a benchmark for where we can take it further and advance and continue forward on our healing. So without judging wherever you've been, just acknowledge where you are and allow yourself to take the responsibility, the personal responsibility to honor. That's the word I was looking for. There's no reverence. There is no reverence for your 
ability to create, to manifest, to hold creation within you when you just are like, well, I'm on birth control, which I have issues with hormonally and nutritionally and so many issues, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, But we think we're conditioned in our society that liberation is our that we can sleep with whoever we want without consequences. However, energetically, there are always consequences. So be very mindful with how you, me, we spend our energy because your energy is the energy of creation and it should be revered, respected, honored, cherished. This is how your your sexual energy when you're with a partner when you're with the right partner that's how it should be treated like you are a god goddess you are the divine that that is coming into sacred union with your beloved that is that reverence that i speak of for our power to create our ability to experience pleasure with one another so we allow the divine feminine energy to flow through us And we're able to utilize this energy of creation, our powerful creative energy, this kundalini, in a positive manner. And we're able to heal. We're able to heal the traumas that are related to sex, sexuality, gender, family, lineage, all of it. And we're able to heal the effects of toxic negative relationships and attractions which is wonderful. Like once you can recognize that pattern and break it, it feels so good. I can't tell you how good it feels. And definitely creating those lasting relationships, like creating that union, that energy of union, of love, of, of true, a true space for acceptance, for just being who you are and knowing you are cherished and you are loved and you are appreciated just as you are so wonderful energetic center it's one of my it's i think it's my favorite well it's between that one and the third eye but it's just there's so much magic that we hold in our womb space which is why i work with it so much that it's just it brings me so much joy to work with this energetic center so some herbs and essential oils we can work with would be clary sage jasmine cinnamon patchouli rose basically all the things i love um for women red clover red raspberry leaf donkwai wonderful to support the sacral and the um the womb the uterus the ovaries and some beautiful stones to work with would be peach moonstone orange selenite spessartine garnet serpentine basically if it's orange you want to work with it and same thing with food like orange foods work to nurture this energetic center and foods that look like a womb so if avocados pears good for the womb it's interesting how nature nature shows us exactly what it is that we need it's like it's like right there the walnut looks like your brain. It's good for your brain. It has omega-3s. Who would have thunk it? Um, so the next chakra is um, the solar plexus. So this is your I am. This is your seat of ego, your power center, your fire, 
your discipline, your confidence. This is the palace of light. This is where we can awaken that solar ego, that that solar fire that is without the ego. So it's it's that ability to allow our soul to lead us. This is this is when we can instead of moving from the ego in our solar plexus, we're actually aligned with our soul. So again, this comes back to like the alignment of every single energetic center and, and ensuring that they work powerfully together. So this energetic center develops between the ages of 14 and 21. It is yellow and it corresponds to the Chod and the Netzach in the tree of life. And it is all about your radiance. It is your fire. It is the 528 hertz frequency. It is, it is about working with the energetic center to achieve empathic thought and allowing the energy. So your ability to transmute the, the selfishness of just the I am and bring that awareness to being empathetic and knowing that your actions affect others and creating from that space empowered but with full responsibility for all aspects of what you are creating that's your confidence your self-mastery in a sense so when we are out of alignment we don't have confidence we don't speak out we don't we experience low self-esteem. We are overly concerned with what other people think. And we are jealous and have poor digestion and can be judgmental and harsh and constantly need reassurance. We have workaholic tendencies. We're demanding, resentful of authority, depressed, confused as to one's life purpose, can be per- perfectionist, and we tend to need some kind of drug to relax. So it's interesting, again, like this chakra, just it just works hand in hand. This is why it's the lower triangle. So the womb, the sacral, so the womb sacral, the root chakra, and the solar plexus. These are the three chakras that can either keep us, keep us kind of, it can keep us bound and enslaved to the status quo or when we work and move and transcend and move beyond them they can align us with our soul's purpose so it's either our energy stays in this lower triangle constantly cycling up to the power center and down or we move it up to the heart and beyond so when we are in alignment you probably know what this is already we are outgoing we are cheerful we are confident we are we have a healthy sense of our personal power and it's not something that we it's not something that we use to hold over anyone's head or to manipulate or to subjugate or to control because we know that the truth is we cannot control anyone or anything outside of us the only thing we can control is ourselves and the our own response to the external world so we found our gifts in life we can take on new challenges and we enjoy it we're relaxed we're skillful intelligent we are able to digest food and life we enjoy physically physical activities we respect ourselves and others so 
alignment, balance, and all these exactly what we need. So the herbs to work with would be calendula, which is marigold, sunflower, yellow. So anything yellow, gold, golden, golden, dandelion, helichrysum, beautiful energies and herbs for this chakra. Any crystal that is yellow, citrine, heliodore, imperial topaz, yellow aventurine, pyrite. All of these are beautiful to support the solar plexus. And what can we do to bring ourselves beyond this alignment and into the heart? Like it's not, there's no, there are practices, and this is why I love yogic and kundalini practices and the Aramaic work that I do, um, the embodiment work that I do as a priestess, because there's always a practice that we can do to align our chakras, always, and to bring that energy up to our heart. So because I'm already at 41 minutes, I'm going to save the others. I'm going to focus on the heart next time, and then I'm going to really talk and delve deep into the heart. And then I'm going to do a third episode on the higher three. But so the way to balance and harmonize these chakras is number one, bring yourself into awareness, true, honest assessment of where you are. And notice that at different points in time in your life, you're going to be either balanced or imbalanced in any one of these. So there is no, oh, I have a balanced root chakra. I'm done. Like, that's not the way it works because life isn't like that. Like it's not that simple. Like we are here to constantly go through different experiences that may trigger old stuff. And it may be 20 years since you've had that issue, but it's coming back up and it's coming back up for you to heal on a deeper level. And it's that it's, that's the beauty of being human. And that's, that's the trouble with being human because as long as we live we're going to constantly be experiencing life and having to fine tune and realign and shift our frequency to make sure that we are in alignment with what we wish to birth so I mentioned grounding. Grounding is wonderful for every single one of your energetic centers. Your entire physical body will benefit immensely from grounding, from going out in nature, from exercise, from eating nutrient-dense, whole, like real food, from cutting out the nonsense and like the, the processed foods. Your entire energetic body will benefit from it because you are energy and everything you are consuming, whether you're consuming an orange or a grass-fed ribeye steak, you're consuming consciousness. So what you are consuming, take the time to bless it. Take the time, the biggest, the biggest way that I shifted the imbalances I had in my lower triangle was gratitude like a daily 
practice of gratitude and grounding and journaling to really get to really bring the stuff to my awareness and then moving beyond it without the guilt without the shame remember we don't we don't do guilt we don't do shame we do our best not to blame and when we catch ourselves we catch ourselves and we check ourselves before we wreck ourselves we just dial it back because we recognize that we are powerful beings and as easily as we can create with our words and with our thoughts that's as easily as we can destroy and it's all within this lower triangle our ability to choose between creation and destruction is in this lower triangle which is why it is so important for us to bring awareness to where we're at whether it's this hour this minute this week and come back to our alignment come back to our heart center come back so you notice there's an imbalance bring this energy envision this golden light streaming in from the cosmos the highest frequencies of love allow it to bathe your energetic centers to clear out what needs to be cleared out and allow this energy to rise back up your own personal energy up to your heart and from your heart allow it to expand so I mentioned grounding, I mentioned journaling, I mentioned being out in nature, I mentioned nutrient-dense foods, and I mentioned just holding yourself in your heart with love. And that is that is the, the easiest ways to really come back into alignment, is to always come back to our heart. Always come back to gratitude. Always come back to knowing that you are an aspect of the divine you are the divine having a human experience honor yourself as such treat yourself with a respect that you would if you had god goddess in front of you you would revere them you would love them you would honor them now turn that energy back to you as well so this week's energetic sound healing will be focused on the three lower chakras and allowing this frequency this energy to clear out what needs to be cleared and focus it into your heart space i thank you for joining me i hope that you enjoyed this and i hope that you got some valuable tidbits out of it i will be launching a course to support us in day-to-day practices we can do because not all of us are full-time energy light workers and we need support on a day-to-day basis for dealing with the 3d stuff that comes up in easy ways so i'm developing a course about that so if you are interested please um, give us a subscribe follow me on instagram um, send me a dm to make sure that i email you um, but I will definitely announce that. And so it will be activating our light body, our Edenic blueprint, our tree of life, and giving us 
what's the word I'm looking for? Goodness. It's like sometimes like I have it on the tip of my tongue. Giving us easy and actionable ways to implement and integrate these teachings into our life. So, because it's kind of pointless. Like, you know, if we're only if we're only spiritual and doing our work when we're meditating or when we're journaling or when we're doing our artwork that is spiritual, then what are we doing the rest of the time? So, because everything, as above, so below, as within, so without. So every aspect of your life is your spirituality. So this is what we're getting at with this course that I will be launching. So I thank you once again for listening. Enjoy the sound healing and ahava. Blessings to you, loves.